all together now in three, two, one. Ow! <laughs> We've got a doozy today. Hi, Thomas Miller on the Fun Astrology Podcast. It is full moon hump day Wednesday, December 7th. Funny how perspective changes things, because if we had been doing this together back in 1941, there was a telegram, because obviously they didn't have much more than that, that came to Washington, D.C. that said, air raid on Pearl Harbor. This is not a drill. Later that day, Franklin Delano Roosevelt addressing the nation said this is a day that would live in infamy. And sadly, today we really can't connect with that. We didn't live through it. I had a direct relative who did. Uh, Admiral Thomas Moorer was in the Navy back then, and he was one of the, he actually, I think, was credited as being the first pilot off the ground in Pearl Harbor in a fighter plane to do what they did. He went on to become the Joint Chiefs of Staff under President Nixon in the 1970s, and I got to meet him a couple of times and have some pictures with him. So there you go. But, you know, still, we don't connect with that. And yet, this is a day that was super significant for decades. Even for us, September 11th, 2001 is getting too far away in memory. But I will tell you, in the realm of cookbook astrology, if there were going to be some other kind of thing like that, today could certainly be a staging day for it. Because we have this, as we talked about, sweet 16, 16 degrees full moon in Gemini. You say, well, okay, but remember back in October, as we mentioned yesterday, the Aries lunar eclipse was at 16 degrees. So in a way, that takes that same point of energy, that same energy. Remember, astrology is based on geometry. So think about that. We are geometric here, two signs over. That was Aries. This is Gemini. We're 60 degrees apart, still at the same degree. The other thing we have is the sun opposite this. But as we mentioned yesterday and Monday, that the big extra here is that Here's the symmetrics of this. I have my chart set to Asheville, North Carolina, and that puts the exact degree and minute of this eclipse at 11.06, and I have 45 seconds tonight. So let's just say 11.07 p.m. It's going to be a little bit different depending on where you are, that that is 16 degrees, one minute, sun, moon, opposite each other. That's the full moon. Just to illustrate the variance, Honeycomb Almanac, mine for this year, is set to New York City because I use it for some trading stuff, and it's uh, 1602. So see, depending on where you are, if you're in Florida, be a little different. If you're in Los Angeles, adjust for the time, and it's still the degree variance will be unique to where you are. So from here, Mars then is six degrees removed from the moon. So the moon is at 1601. Mars is at 1607. For me, Mars and the moon conjoin at 1118 p.m., so 11 minutes later. That's the nitpicky little ticky-tack of it, but close enough to say that all day today we are in an applying full moon conjunction with Mars. In Gemini, in retrograde. Now let's go ahead and paint the rest of the picture from the chart. That 
conjunction. So we're sitting there with the moon and Mars together right up there. Here, it's in the 10th house, which is also significant. It will be different again where you are. But from there, we have a fairly wide but still applicable square to Neptune. That Neptunian just going direct energy, as slow moving as it is, is still very much with us. We also have, from that Moon-Mars conjunction, a trine to Saturn, 120-degree angle to Saturn in Aquarius. Also, as we mentioned yesterday, Venus in Sagittarius is in a square to Jupiter and Neptune. So that's the whole picture, if you will, of the primary movers of this eclipse. Now, also, we will throw one more in there. Pluto is sextile to Neptune and Jupiter. So really, we have two other focal points with this. Saturn would be one because Saturn is also in its separating square from Uranus. So Saturn is one focal point additional. And then the other would be the Neptune-Jupiter conjunction in Pisces. All right. So for you techno heads, there's the <laughs> that's the painting of the picture of where things are. What does it mean? Well, let's take all the full moon stuff that we normally would take. Okay. So ask any police officer, school teacher, etc., what it's like during a full moon. People go crazy. Add Mars. But what Mars? Retrograde Mars? How is Mars behaving in retrograde? Is it softened? We have all these volcanoes erupting. How does that tie in? What else is erupting? Let's bring it in. Around you or within you? I have to say on Monday, I was really feeling it. I was in here crunching away on these audiobooks, and I was just not, oh, it was unsettling. Yesterday was better. If any of you have 16s, go ahead and leave that speak pipe like we talked about yesterday, and we'll take that up tomorrow, okay? But you have to ask, where is the ring of fire around your life? Is it way out there, December 1941, forgotten but a memory? Is it happening around the Pacific Rim? That's something that's way over there, but it's not in my backyard, unless you live in Hawaii. Those of you listening who do, hello, hope you're safe. Or is it affecting my marriage or my family or my kids or my work, my coworkers, my clients, or take it another step further? Am I in such disruption that it's affecting me when I'm trying to work? The spiritual component of this, Neptune and Jupiter, it's around transformation. So whatever there is, you need to be letting it go. Is the universe trying to shake it away from you? Or are you willingly coming to the table every morning with your journal and your coffee and your tea and saying, what in my life needs to change? Reveal it to me as gently as possible, and I'm willing to change. Saturn in Aquarius, are you starting new projects that could last for a long, long time, particularly around technology or at least something revolutionary, something new, something different? Or does Lord Karma have to get your attention? If the latter, then Lord Karma is sitting there saying, oh, this is going to be easy. And I'm not saying that negatively, but I am saying that the universe has its way of waking us up when we are deadheads. And right now, the energy for Saturn and this full moon are favorable for a shocker. Only if you're on that side of the energy. The collective, yeah, they're on that side of the energy. That's why I say is this one has the potential, dot, dot, dot. And finally, let's just not forget about the sun, an equal player in this full moon. 
down there in the middle degrees of Sagittarius, a spiritual sign, also in a trine to Chiron. See, this whole thing is about inviting stuff up. It's a safe day to do it consciously, with intention, with the purpose of living your higher timeline, with the purpose of cleaning up some stuff, removing something that doesn't serve you anymore, moving to higher ground, letting go of that weight that's holding you back. Ask the universe today. Show me. What is it? I'm willing to let it go. And then celebrate your full moon tonight, releasing that which does not serve. Sending you love. Also, be sure to put that bubble of protection around yourself just to protect from all this stuff going on around you. All right? That's the deal. See you back tomorrow.